Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome to episode 39 of the Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Joanne and I'm joined by my hot hubby, Kevin. If this is your first time here, we're gamers who parent and parents who game. We have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And while we enjoy our days busy with the kids, we love our gaming time at night a lot. Maybe too much. And that's like an hour or two, maybe, when the kids go to sleep. This week, we will be giving our review on Minecraft Dungeons. But before we jump into that, Kevin, how has your week been going in both life and gaming? Yeah, um, as usual, I'll start with the life side of things. I feel like this was kind of a repeat of a couple of weeks ago, because again, we had a a group of people come in from a different office and I think they just basically rotated around of who gets to come out to Houston uh, to visit. So it was a completely different, different group of people, but still, you know, kind of the same thing, getting to see people who I work with, but aren't necessarily out of the same office. And all the happy hours after work. And a lot of after work activities, you know, <laughs> one, one night was just a dinner at a turkey leg place which was um really delicious but interesting and the meals were just huge it was like turkey legs with like macaroni and cheese and crawdads like you know piled up on top of it or turkey leg with shrimp and alfredo sauce like all over it like extremely unhealthy but extremely tasty and also huge portions so <laughs> uh it was interesting and then it was really good when you brought yeah, the leftovers. I even, oh, of course. I had tons of leftovers. Like, I even knew. I was like, I'm ordering this, and I'm going to bring home leftovers because there's no way on earth I'm going to be able to finish everything. Yeah. Just, it was way too much. I even just knew from the, this, the just the description of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another night, we did miniature golf. Um, but it wasn't, wasn't like your traditional, like, outdoor miniature golf place, you know, kid zone area. It was like a 21 and over, like it was like a bar that also had like miniature golf in it and it was all indoor and they had a, it was two stories. So we were actually on the second floor, you know, and, and we first, you know, I just had whatever, had some drinks around there and then, you know, they let us go into the miniature golf place. So we did like nine holes of, of miniature golf. Nice. And it was, it was cool. Like you, you know, you go through the nine holes and like, as you're going through, like, you know, waiters would come by and like take drink orders and stuff. So like, it was so very cool. like adult miniature golf. I know it was, it was cool. I mean, miniature golf already sounds so fun, and then with drinking in it, oh wow! Yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. I noticed myself just like getting a lot more excited. Like everyone else would make like a you know hole in one or some like crazy shot or something. Or even if they were struggling with it, you know, we were all like kind of like, all right, you got this. You know, you can do it or like celebrating when somebody finally made one in, even though if it took, you know, 10 tries, but 
it was it was a lot of fun um you know so a lot of team building and networking and mm-hmm. you know talking with people from our team from another state so that that was fun that was probably my favorite night of the two so with that I know I've kind of mentioned that I've been working from home more the last few weeks. That's kind of been a big change in my work life. And, you know, this week with a lot of people coming in to visit yeah. the office, I was in, kind of in, in the office more, mm-hmm. not working from home as much this last week, which I guess that's kind of the trade-off for that. But um, that's about it for the life side. I know there's some other stuff that we share that I'll probably let you touch on later. But on the gaming side, I'll start with the smaller stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to play a little bit of Mario Party last night. Yes, we did. Which was fun. It was. So this was the first time. So I know we mentioned recently we got the Switch and we've been mm-hmm. playing handheld a lot between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, last night was the first night we hooked it up to the TV. Mm-hmm. And this was after the kids went to sleep because there's no way we'd be able to, you know, really play a full game while the kids yeah. are awake. You parents know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So after the kids were asleep, we hooked that up to the TV, and then we played a game of Mario Party, yeah. and that was fun. That was. I mean, we actually did try play it handheld the day before. True. But then it got hijacked by our Yeah, son. that was when the kids were awake. So yeah. yeah, Dylan ended up playing most of it. Mm-hmm. But he won. He won. He did end up winning somehow. <laughs> Like you said, I think Mario Party is more of a luck game than a skill game. It's, there's a lot of luck involved on how you're going to get, you know, who, who ends up getting the stars. Yeah. I mean, there's skill on the mini games. Yeah. But that, you know, just dictates like how much, how many coins you get, mm-hmm. which is not like you don't win by coins. You know, you win by the stars first. Yeah. So that's the most important thing. So mini games kind of come second, but yeah, I, I feel like it's more luck than skill yeah. involved i think so i mean i was shocked when you said he won i was like did you help him and then you're like no <laughs> yeah he just he ended up getting more stars and that's kind of all there is to it. that's kind of just how the game works but yeah you know anyone who's familiar with mario party and i hadn't played mario party probably since like the nintendo 64 era mm-hmm. and for the, it's pretty much the same I mean, at least the Mario Party, like the board game the style concept, Mario yeah. Party, you know, idea or concept. Yeah. Like that hasn't really changed. It felt very familiar. Just like, you know, I know I mentioned last week, I believe it was that Mario Kart felt very familiar with the Nintendo 64 version of it. That they, you know, they kind of upgraded everything, but they didn't really change the core dynamics of it. That they kind of kept that all the same. So mm-hmm. it was nice. You know, it was refreshing and it kind of felt like the old days i bet now beyond that in gaming i did play a lot more bioshock infinite this week even to the point where i rolled credits on the (laughs) game which i have a lot more to say about it than (laughs) the last time i talked on it now i i already promised joanne that i would not do like a deep dive into it because I have been talking about this game nonstop, nonstop since I beat it, which yeah. was yesterday. So I just want to kind of add, because so, I've really changed my opinion on it. I think just kind of to bring everyone up to speed, I had played Bioshock 1 a couple months ago and really just wasn't for me. It was kind of too suspenseful slash 
I mean, I would say a lot of parts very creepy slash scary. And although I love the gameplay and the mechanics of Bioshock 1, I just, it became like so difficult to get through like certain parts just because it was like all the creepiness and the sounds and like screams and I don't know, all, all kinds of stuff that I was like, ah, I really, I, I like, you know, mechanics and stuff of the game, but I don't really want to put myself through that. So I ended up not finishing the game. And somewhat recently I've went back to Bioshock Infinite. I've just kind of skipped ahead to that one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I played through that one and that one was way better for me. It was, I mean, a good portion of the game is outdoors, although, you know, a lot of it is indoors as well. So a lot more lighting and not as scary like vibes to it or horror aspects of the game. So it was a lot more easier for me to play in that sense. But I also still really liked, you know, the actual gameplay and the combat. Like you have all kinds of different weapons that you can choose from. And then beyond that, you have all kinds of different like spells or whatever, you know, that you can use you know, an upgrade and all kinds of stuff. And plus, not only that, the story was really good. I felt like I liked the story in this one better than Bioshock 1. So kind of everything about it, I feel like, was better in Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got to the ending, and literally, like, the last 30 minutes or so was, like, constant, like, oh, so that's what's really going on. You know, and there's like, it like really threw me for a loop, like over and over again, like the very end of the game. So I feel like the beginning of the game was kind of like, okay, I kind of like it more. And then the middle was kind of like, hey, this is, this is good. I, I need to keep going on this. And then the ending was like, ah, oh, like it all comes together. And it, <laughs> it was like this realization of this masterpiece game. So I loved it. I loved the game. Lot twists. Yeah, and then afterwards I was like, all right, Joanne, you have to listen to this story. Like, yeah. listen to how everything goes down. And, like, I would try to explain everything. Not nearly as good as the game does, obviously. So, mm-hmm. so I she's still missing out on a lot of stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, I showed her, like, a five-minute video of an explanation of basically what goes down on the ending. And I won't, I won't spoil anything, but the ending is, was really good. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, like, reading about it after that, I was impressed. So they're also making a Bioshock movie right now, okay. which gets me really excited because I didn't realize the story was so good in these games. Mm, now and you get me curious. I know that, like, Bioshock Infinite, the story is, feels a lot different than at least a little bit that I experienced in Bioshock 1. So I'm curious of, like, where they're going to have the story for this movie right that they're filming i hope it's bioshock infinite but i don't know i don't know if um you know they're going to take it in the direction of bioshock one but i'm definitely drawn towards bioshock infinite so i kind of hope they take that direction with it but after playing the game because they announced the movie first and then i played the game and now after playing and beating the game i am way more excited for the movie Okay, and that's on Netflix, so... Yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. Interesting. We are going to have to watch it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just letting you know now, ahead of time. Um, So that's Bioshock. I'm still in Bioshock High. But outside of that, there's been quite a bit of Minecraft Dungeons when we're playing together. 
Mm-hmm. That's Which the is, one we're talking about. It's been a about. lot of fun. That's what we're going to talk about and review later at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. I've also played a decent amount of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the new Switch that we got. Yeah, I and played some too. Yes, you were actually a big help because I know you completed at least a few shrines mm-hmm. kind of on your own, which has been nice. A little bit of help in that. We haven't played it yet on the TV. It's all been handheld, yeah. which I, I kind of want to. I want to try it on the TV. I think it'll be nicer, easier to see. Maybe. Yeah. So, but I yeah, I'm I'm still enjoying that game. I really, I guess, my only complaint is like how fast weapons break. Yeah. Kind of annoying. Like basically every other combat, having to, you know, switch to a different weapon after the one that I'm using breaks, mm-hmm. and then if you have anything halfway decent feel bad about using it because it's probably just going to break and then yeah. you're going to lose it so i don't know that part i'm not that excited about i don't really like that part of it that much hopefully mm-hmm. they fix that in the next zelda game for this next year but for now kind of just dealing with it but it's okay i mean i'm managing yeah I, yeah um but i think that's it for me on gaming, I mean a little bit of Hearthstone on mobile this during the week, but not like a ton. There's nothing really exciting to talk about there. But Joanne, how was your week in life and in gaming? So in life, I finally found another babysitter to help me with the kids. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know we only have two kids, but... I just like some me time to myself, you know. I mean, with the extra help, I get to like rest a bit during the day. Kind of like get to do chores around the house and things I enjoy. Maybe even take a shower, God. And by having the babysitter around, we decided to go to the playground more because it's just easier to have an extra pair of hands and eyes to help with the kids up and down the slides and stuff like that and then i think we went there like twice or three times this week and we also went to the mall once where the kids got to experience their first build a bear Mm, yeah mm -hmm. so it was like so cute to see how they pick the bear and the outfits and fill it up. So the kids were really excited doing all that. And also, of course, playing the playground at the mall and riding the carousel and all that kind of stuff. And I think I wouldn't do that if I was by myself just because it's just a lot to handle. You That's know? a lot. I mean, um, the Build-A-Bear experience is really fun. But it's also, I'm sure, a lot of a lot of work, especially if you're there with a two-year-old and a four-year-old, yeah. and all of the different parts of putting, you know, picking and putting a bear together, and you kind of have to chaperone all of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I could totally get that. I wouldn't want to do that on my own with the kids. Yep, yeah, and they're never like at the same spot together. They're always like one at the other end of the store, and then one on this end of the store. So it really helps having um, the babysitter around as well. So that's on live a lot of outdoor stuff with the kids and for gaming like you said earlier we did play some mario party yesterday on switch and then we played some zelda breath of the wild on my phone not too much i played choices choose your story kind of game and on the computer i did play quite a bit of among us I went back to Among mm, Us, really? the very first game that we talk about in our podcast, I think. 
Yeah, that was nine months ago we, exactly. we reviewed that game. They haven't played a whole lot of it since then, but mm. I do remember it kind of being one of, the, one of our favorites. Yes, it's very repeatable. I've been jumping in again. Mm-hmm. And I also tried out, for the sake of our four-year-old, I tried out Paw Patrol Grand Prix, <laughs> which is pretty much like Mario Kart, if you ask me. I mean, the graphics were not as nice as the Mario Kart that we are playing right now, but the mechanics of the game is kind of like similar, you know, the techniques. You have to like collect stuff and then you can shoot stuff. Yeah, so you collect like, you know, like in Mario Kart, you collect the little weapon or whatever, and then mm -hmm. it gives you a random thing. Yeah. And the same kind of idea. Yeah, and it was really fun. I mean, you get to choose between all the Paw Patrol characters, which he loved, and that was fun. And then, of course, our Minecraft Dungeons. So that was our week. But I think I played mostly Among Us, apart from our Minecraft Dungeons. Okay. Yeah. So shall we move on to the Game Pass games that were released this week? Sure. What do you have for that? Okay, we have Coral Island on PC, Costume Quest on Console and Cloud, Evil or Evil on console and PC, Dyson Sphere Program on PC, and Scorn on Xbox Series X and S, PC, and Cloud, which I've already downloaded onto this computer. Ooh, you've already downloaded Scorn? Yes. <laughs> I nice. already got it installed, everything. That must have been tonight, because... Yep. Yeah, that like just came out yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know when I saw the the release kind of announcement that Xbox Game Pass did on Twitter, I tagged you on it immediately. Yes, you know because I wanted I wanted you to be able to see the a little bit of like the gameplay trailer mm -hmm. and to see if it was something that you liked because I would love to watch you play that game. <laughs> just because I don't know if I want to play it. I mean, let's let's be honest here. I'm not going to play that game. <laughs> it's way too scary for me. If Bioshock was too scary, that one's going to definitely be too scary for me. Yeah. I'd rather just kind of watch you play it. And I'll stand sure. very, very far away from the monitor. <laughs> probably holding a blankie or something. It's so almost Halloween, so it's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'd, lo I'd love to see you play that. Um, I think I would enjoy that. <laughs> I'll get the popcorn and everything. <laughs> and then um, Evil also was interesting to me. It yes. kind of looked like the same kind of theme as like Among Us, mm -hmm. where like somebody is like a killer and trying to you know take out the rest of the the group. And then everyone's, you know, trying to avoid suspicion, basically. It seemed kind of like that. I didn't... All I did was watch the trailers, so I didn't really, like, look at reviews or, or actually try it myself yet or anything. But it mm -hmm. kind of reminded me of, of Among Us when I saw it. And I don't know if maybe that's where they get some inspiration from. And I know I said the same thing a long time ago about Project Winter before we played and reviewed yeah. that game. Yeah. And I was completely wrong about... Well, not completely. That garbage game, Project Winter. It's not garbage. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I did not like that game at all. Like, I I was super excited about it. Like when I, you know, read about it and saw like, you know, I was like, oh, this looks just like Among Us, a game that we love so much right now. And then, you know, to me, it didn't really seem anything like it. I was kind of disappointed by that one. Mm. But this one, I don't know. Maybe this is like a redemption that you know that kind of game for us. I don't know. 
But I don't know. After Project Winter, I'm kind of let down. And like, I'm like, maybe there's nothing that's going to be quite like Among Us. Among and Us is amazing for how simple it is. So it is. I'm like, maybe there's not really like a better way to do it. I'm sure there is, but like, I just haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Maybe there's there's not a whole lot of games that are like that. There's only like those three that I know of. And oh, I think I know one more that I also just downloaded today. It's called Secret Neighbor. Oh. I've heard of that. I'm going to look into that one. Yeah, so it's like you play as the child, and then if you're lucky enough, you play as the neighbor, which is like the child that was like, I don't know, like happened to be that secret neighbor. So you just have hmm. to gain trust among your friends, and then you attack in the right moment, and you protect your basement, and the game ends if the kids get to the basement. So. Oh, interesting. I'll have mm -hmm. to look into that one. But yeah, I've that one looks kind of... Cool. Maybe it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it does sound like Among Us. I was gonna try it. So. Okay, you'll have to try it. Maybe you try it first and let me know. Maybe we'll jump into it. I will. But that is the new Game Pass games. Yes, and what are the new game new releases? New game releases for this last week. We have Asteragos Curse of the Stars on PS5, PS4, and PC. We have Evil, the same game that just came mm -hmm. out on Game Pass on Xbox Series X and S. Xbox One and PC. We have In Sound Mine coming to Switch. We have No More Heroes 3, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One and PC. We have Lego Brick Tales on all consoles and PC. Fueled Up on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC. The Eternal Cylinder. On PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. The Last Oracru mm -hmm. on PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC. Triangle Strategy on PC. Dragon Ball The Breakers, which looked really cool to me, mm -hmm. on all consoles and PC. NHL 23 on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One. Nickelodeon Kart Racers 3 Slime Speedway on all consoles and PC. PGA Tour 2K23 on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And lastly, Scorn on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC, which was also a day one release on Game Pass. Yeah. Like we had mentioned. So, yeah, Scorn looked scary me the one that i would love to watch you play dragon ball the breakers looked really cool like you could play as like different dragon ball characters and it wasn't just like a you know fighter beat em up game like it looked kind of different or better than that i don't know i might check that one out mm. a little bit more um but that's about it a lot of the games i'm not really about obviously there's a lego game in there which would excite a lot of people not so much for me never really been to any of the lego games and evil might check that one out too especially because it's on game pass yeah definitely which is big game pass is amazing we love game pass yes, here yes we do it's literally been kind of the center point of our gaming experience for the last year or so nine months right well longer than that right has it been longer? Sure. I mean, it's oh, been longer yeah. than nine months, so we've had Game Pass. Yeah, I can almost guarantee it. But mm -hmm. yeah, um, that's the new game releases. Next, I guess we can jump into Minecraft Dungeons. Yes, please. 
Okay, so Minecraft Dungeons, let's get to it. Um, it's a game that I wasn't really expecting us to like enjoy. I mean, no, I, I saw it came to Game Pass a, a little while back. It was like, Minecraft, no thank you. I don't want anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Same here. You know, um, I've seen a lot of Minecraft gameplay. Obviously, who hasn't? It's more probably one of the biggest games of the last five plus years or so. But I had a few other people give a pretty good recommendation of the game. And, you know, even though I'm not a Minecraft fan per se, it was enough to get me to try out the game. You know, I kind of felt like the reviews were good enough to combat any pre-existing thoughts I had of what the game was going to be like. And they were right. The game is pretty awesome. You know, um, it's a top-down kind of my Minecraft-ish Minecraft graphics. Yeah. Right, where everything's very blocky and pixelated, mm-hmm. which I don't, I mean, I don't really love that. Like, I'm not I got used to it though. That. <laughs> a little bit. You kind of you get a little bit used to it, but it's I don't know. It's that's never really been a draw or an appeal to me. You but maybe. I, I mean, I can kind of bear with it, I guess. Um, you know, but yeah, like I said, it's top down. You kind of pick your character, what you're gonna look like. There's not a whole lot of character op- uh, customization. You know, but then you go around. You can collect different melee weapons and bows slash crossbows and different artifacts you know Mm -hmm. and gear and you kind of go through one dungeon at a at a time you know you kill enemies you fight some mini bosses until you get to the end and then you clear that dungeon and you get a reward for for finishing that dungeon and every time you start a dungeon you get to pick what difficulty you want to do it at and the harder difficulty you pick the better item drops that you get through yeah. the throughout the dungeon and then the drop that you get at the end as well so you know if you're feeling really brave you can kind of tune up the difficulty a little bit and get some better rewards out of it mm-hmm. you know to kind of boost your power level or whatever um a little bit of variety in the weapons between you know daggers and axes and you know giant claymore swords and all kinds of stuff you know and then different kinds of bows and crossbows and then i think what's really interesting though is the artifacts you can have three artifacts equipped at a time which seemed like a lot to me right artifacts do things like summons and they kind of add a an effect to like your bow like give you certain types of arrows or mm-hmm. that sort of thing to catch enemies on fire or explode or you know what have you you can or summon you, a even th- yeah even things of like it will collect souls that after so many souls you can unleash unleash them for like a you know big attack right no like an explosion aoe attack right yeah so i mean it seemed like there was a lot of different artifacts even ones that just like boost your attack and you know attack speed and damage or something like that yeah or your boots that would give you like higher speed and stuff like that sure yeah so there was like a bunch of different artifacts that did things like oh, this you like my totem of healing yeah you had one that i thought was really nice you throw it down and it just heals us you know so like when we're getting low on health like you would just throw that down and that was that was a huge help that was probably one of my favorites Mm -hmm, me too and then you know of course you have your your armor 
which gives you different effects too. And then basically every item piece except for the artifacts, you could like enchant enchant them. That's what I call them. Yes, thank you. You can enchant with like different, you know, effects or whatever, like some to either do more damage or, you know, weaken enemies or make them more likely to drop items or make them more Stun. likely to drop gold, you know. Yeah, or stun them. Sure. So there was like a bunch of different enchantments that you could put on any pieces of your gear just to kind of make make them better, of course. Mm-hmm. What else? It was a pretty simple game. I honestly don't see us talking a whole lot about it. Yeah, it was pretty straightforward. Like pretty, yeah, it was very straightforward. We pretty much covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I guess let's kind of get into the ratings. We can kind of take our time there if we want. Yeah. But in the ratings, the first category of convenience, what are your thoughts on the convenience of Minecraft Dungeons? I thought it was really convenient. Like, control-wise, it's not so hard to attack or... I mean, like, even first-time gamers would probably catch on really quick. Just use left-click, right-click. Sure. I mean, for the thing. most part, you just use your mouse. Yeah. Right? I mean, I kind of felt like, really, I only use the keyboard for the di to use the different artifacts, which yes. there's only three of them. So it's one, it's two, one three. two, and three, and that's it, right? You mm -hmm. left-click on enemies to attack them with your melee weapon, yeah. or you right-click to use your bow. Or you left-click and drag to, like, kind of, like, where do you want them to go, right? Like, Yeah, well, I mean, you... So, yeah, you left-click to move but if you left click on an enemy you attack yeah. it was kind of like diablo oh yeah movement style if anyone mm -hmm. has played that or you're used to that at all it's basically the same thing yeah so i'll give it a convenience level of nine out of ten nine out of ten and also to kind of add i guess i'll, I'll kind of talk about my thoughts on the convenience i mean it was pretty simple to just kind of walk away if you needed to like it made it hard for the other person, I would think, because like we didn't, we weren't really in a good position to like solo anything, like without the other person. Like it was, if you didn't have to, it was like, yeah, no, don't do that. Like just wait for the other person to come back or that kind of thing. But enemies don't roam around, they don't respawn or anything like that. So if you just need to like sit tight in a room, as long as you've cleared all the enemies out of it, then you should be fine. Yeah, and you could teleport to your... You could, you could always teleport to your... Teleport, sorry, to your ally. Yes. If you, you absolutely need to, like, if they wanted to go ahead without you. Although mm -hmm. it was way easier, like, playing with each other around. Like, if mm -hmm. I ever went, you know, a different direction than you, or, like, went ahead of you, I'd be like, alright, there's way too many enemies for me to handle on my own. Like, I needed to stick by my teammate yeah but i think like sometimes i'm looking in my inventory and stuff and then you go ahead and clear so i'll just teleport to you after yeah. and being able to teleport to your teammate like that was also very convenient because mm -hmm. it'd be like oh i'll go this way you go that way and then it's like all right well i hit a dead end so yeah. i'm just gonna teleport to you now and you know that would save us like a minute of walking like that was super convenient mm -hmm. i, I like how they did that not every game has that and i like they put that in yeah and the only reason why i'm not giving it 10 is because i found like the map really confusing that a lot of times i'm like have i gone here or not and sure 
it just yeah i just not sure yeah, where the map been. was also very diablo style yeah. like it's even the same button you hit tab and it brings it up like over your screen and over your character so like it's kind of transparent so you're looking at the map and your you know carrier character and combat and everything all at the same time <laughs> yeah that was kind of weird different but i mean it was okay i was kind of used to it from the diablo games mm-hmm but um, yeah, I think that's it for convenience. Um, you haven't gave your. I didn't rating, give it my yeah. rating. Okay, that's important. I need to give my rating too. Mm-hmm. For convenience, I gave it an eight. Oh really? Okay, so pretty close. Yeah, not too far off from you. On communication, what did you think of that though? I think we communicated a lot, so I'm gonna give it eight out of ten. Eight out of ten on communication. Any points or any you know? I like how. Why? I'll tell you, like, I need the food or I need arrows, and then you'll let me loot them. So that yeah, was really it, nice. It and took me a little bit to, like, realize, like, okay, we share arrows. So, like, if something drops, like, I don't just want to, like, steal everything. Like, we need to be communicating on, you know, okay, who, who needs arrows the most? Or, or you know, food or that kind of thing. You know, when those drop... Yeah, the consumables are shared basically. Yeah, for those, but the the equipment drops are unique to mm-hmm. each player. So if those drop, just go pick them up because yeah. the other player can't even see them. Yeah. And then I feel like there was a lot of different kinds of enemies that required mm-hmm. us to like, okay, we need to focus these guys first, like the priest. Yeah, there was like this, you know, mages or whatever that would like buff everybody else. Sorcerers. Like those were super annoying. <laughs> We would try to take those out first because they made it way easier once those guys are down. Mm-hmm. Or the explosive ones will be like, look out, look out. Sure, yeah. Or um, the what those like molten golem giant guys yeah. that were like insanely hard to beat, especially at the beginning when we first encountered them. Mm-hmm. But it would take, it felt like a boss basically. Like we'd have to run away and then hit them. And then, you know, when they're vulnerable, it's kind of when you do your damage. And then just try to avoid everything that he does. So um, a lot of kind of communication yeah. around that. So what is your rating for it? For communication, I gave it an 8 as well. Okay. Now, how about on the story? What do you think about the story? I like the story. I mean, like it's not like a deep story like your Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But definitely. I mean, like the effort of, you know, in the beginning when they talk about the archaeologer how he got hold of that scepter or something that mm-hmm. gave him the power and and how we're trying to like free the villagers from all of that so i thought the story was pretty cute so i'm giving it like a seven really mm-hmm. seven okay so on the story really it's like there's this bad guy named arc illager and yeah, you're trying to stop him, but I didn't really like follow. There wasn't really much else to the story to me that was like capturing me. Um, I think they did a pretty good job of like as you progress through the dungeons, you would see him like a lot, right? Like you would run into a room and he'd be there and like summon enemies for you to fight and then like disappear. But at least like you kind of saw him over and over again. So you're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's the guy that like we're probably that's gonna fight boss, at some know. point. <laughs> You know, and it kind of leads up to that. So I think that part of it, they kind of did a decent job at. But the story was not, like, dense no. or 
you know, there's not really a lot. I think there. it was as good as the Overcooked story. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, that's setting the bar pretty low. I, I don't think the Overcooked story was that good either. <laughs> so I'm giving a, a rating of three for the Whoa, story. Whoa, so low. Definitely below average, and they could probably improve on that a lot. Mm, then it wouldn't be a simple, cute game anymore. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like more story to be there, honestly. I like how, like, they have, like, some, you know, like, the swamp area, how it was affecting them. Like, caravans of merchants were being, like, taken hostage. And then there was, like, the pumpkin patch area where the witches were and sorcerers were working stuff up. And then in the iron forge area, like the mountain area, they were like forging some kind of golem and whatnot. So it all like had every part of the map had like a mini story to tell in the beginning with the voice of that elven voice. Yeah, I did. I did like the, I don't know if I'd the call them cinematics. The narration, yeah. yeah. But like... Yeah, the narrator's voice and like before you, every dungeon that you go to enter, mm -hmm. it would kind of show like a short little like cutscene of the area and in the back kind of what's going on with the story mm -hmm. and stuff. I mean, it was cool. Like it sounded cool and it looked cool, <laughs> but like the story itself was like not really a whole lot there. It seemed okay. like all right fair point it's your your perspective i don't know maybe I, maybe i just wasn't paying enough attention but you're just listening to her voice <laughs> yeah like i i know her voice sounded cool but i couldn't tell you what she was saying something about the illager and wreaking havoc on people and you know everybody would be better off without him i don't know like just, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know i couldn't couldn't really tell you next category though is on repeatability what did you think there I think it's pretty repeatable. I would say it's an average repeatability, like five maybe. You know, like there's difficulty levels, right? So, like if we want to make it harder and yeah, um, so there's I think three different difficulties. So no, like, we added one at the end. Yes, yeah. So there's three different like main difficulties, and then in each of those you can like scale it like up and down. Mm -hmm. Like there's probably like four different difficulties you can pick from like at a time for when you go to pick the dungeon. And then there's like three different difficulties, like main difficulties to pick from. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that also changes like the item level mm -hmm. drops that you get. And we beat everything on the first difficulty. Yeah, and then it kind of gave us the option that unlocked the next difficulty for us. Mm -hmm. You know, we can kind of go back and do the first dungeons with that second main difficulty, and then obviously it makes everything way harder, and the level of all the items that drop a lot higher. We didn't go through that because it'd basically be repeating the same dungeons that we had already done. Mm -hmm. Just you know, obviously a harder difficulty. Yeah. So I feel like we, I mean, we beat all the dungeons and stuff. Besides the DLC, we did not do the DLC. I yeah. Note. I think we did, but I mean, there were some missions that we couldn't complete, like the one that we had to find a hidden room or something. Remember? 
uh, I think that was maybe just some kind of challenge, but yeah, I mean, like yeah. that kind of that kind of. But we still beat that level. We yeah, we did. We did beat the level. I'm just saying, like, in it. if you want to repeat it, just to complete all the challenge and stuff, you could. So that's why I give it a five, like depending on the player if they wanna. Okay, a five. That's mm-hmm. not bad, I guess. Um, I'm giving it a repeatability score of seven mm. because. You know, there's three different difficulties. I mean, we only did one difficulty, and, you know, we probably could have kept going just to farm a little bit of better stuff, you know? We could go into the next difficulty and get even better stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And then after we do all the Dungeon Not difficulty, there's a third difficulty that we could could do do. as well to get even better stuff, even crazier stuff. I mean, who knows what kinds of weapons and artifacts we'd find, you know, by going through all the highest difficulties, even though it'd be a lot of the same dungeons and that part of it would probably feel the same. Like, you know, it's going to be harder to kill the higher item. Yeah, we get higher item level stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you could also play with, I think, up to four people. Yeah. You know, so like that always kind of mixes it up. You can play like multiplayer with mm-hmm. you know more of your friends or different friends and that kind of adds some to the repeatability agreed you know. agreed so, i don't know i i gave it a seven because of all that last category is fun what did you think joanne i thought it was pretty fun i'm giving it a fun rating of six fun rating of six being pretty fun any let me dialogue? see. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to, but you were interrupting. Okay. I'm, so- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Uh, I give it a six because it's not exactly like my type of game, if that makes sense. It's, it's, it's just fun because it's cute, it has a story, and it's repeatable, but I wouldn't like make it my forever game. I like more open world and... More open world, okay. Kind of game, yeah. Like, wow, Lost Ark. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, No Man's Sky. So this one is like more like a pastime game, and okay. I'll just play it until I'm satisfied, but not really gonna level up as much. Yeah, I mean, I I could understand it not being a forever game mm-hmm. for you, because I mean, I don't know if it could be for anybody, but. I do think you enjoyed it and had a lot of I fun did. with it. It seemed mm-hmm. like there was like multiple nights this week where it was like, we should do this, but mm. I really just want to play Minecraft Dungeons with you, you know, and we would do yeah. that like more so than most of the games that we And I think it's relaxing. Reviewed. Didn't you like the music? I did. Yeah, I did. I did like the music. I remember it's like just so, what's the word, therapeutic. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what it was or what it sounded like, but I do remember I did like the music. Mm-hmm. It's very and chill. It was, yeah, it's a very simple game, and you just go through, you kill enemies, you get items. You go through, you kill enemies, and you get items. And at the end, you fight a boss, Yeah, and you get items. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's kind of it, or all there was to it. So it was nice that it was kind of just simple for once. Yeah. For once, like not too hard to think about, or you know, panning. yeah. I mean, there wasn't a lot to it. Um, you know, that's that's kind of it. So, yeah. And any game I play with you is always fun. So, True. True. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that is the last category. Was what's there anything you, else? What's your rating? 
Oh, did I not give my rating for fun? I don't think you did. Probably I gave not. it six. And I then... end up like commenting so much on yours that I forget I, I didn't give my <laughs> rating. So my rating for fun was a nine. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, even though, you know, the story is not that great, everything else was good. And, mm-hmm. you know, I still had fun with it. I think the fun is like based on like a limited time. Like, I think that fun starts to diminish, like, fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Especially if we were to do more. Like, I could maybe play it for, like, a week or two more. Maybe, than yeah. Than we have already, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I'd be like, ah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Let's switch to another game. So, totals come out to be 35 for each of us. What? Yeah, we both, we both gave it a total of 35. Wow. And as a reminder, these are out of 50. Mm-hmm. So I know our category differences, you know, were some. Yeah. You gave it a lot higher rating on story. Mm -hmm. I gave it a much higher rating on fun, a little bit more on repeatability. Mm -hmm. But all in all, they both came out to be a 35 for both of us. Aww. So, yeah, we both ended up in the same place on this one. 35 is not bad. It is above average. Anything over 30 is pretty good. Yeah, that's like... Really, an average out of 50 would be 25. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like most of our ratings come out above that, but we play games that we think we're going to enjoy. As, as a couple. probably does anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so 35 for each of us, that's not bad. It is. That's, that's better than some games. <clears throat> Project Winter. No, I enjoyed Project Winter. <laughs> you you did. Most I of did. most of my game was like just watching you play because I was dead. Oh yeah, you kept getting killed. Yes, because everybody <laughs> thought I was the bad guy. <laughs> Anyways, that is it for our review of Minecraft Dungeons. Yes. I would definitely recommend this game if you it's kind of like that it's kind of like a Diablo style. I mean, you don't have like a class that you pick from. You don't necessarily have spells, but you have all mm-hmm. kinds of different artifacts that you can equip that do different things, different weapons and ranged weapons, yeah, armors, you know, and you just go through different dungeons and, you know, you kill people with your friends and that's fun. Yeah. So and if you hit simple games, so if you like that kind of thing, you may want to check out Minecraft Dungeons. It mm-hmm. is included on Game Pass. Definitely try it. If you it. have Game Pass, then it's of no extra cost to you. You may want to try it. Even if you don't, it's probably worth it. Even if you don't like Minecraft necessarily, like us, you may still enjoy this one like we did. Yes, definitely. I would recommend this game, especially to new gamers as well. This is the game. Or if you have a gamer, a partner who doesn't game and this is one game that you could introduce and play together this is true i I think this is probably one of the few games that we reviewed that would be good for new gamers i didn't even think about that Mm -hmm. there's not a lot to it it's point and click pretty much yeah i mean yeah you could teach somebody to play this game pretty easily and i don't think it would be too difficult for them i think they'd probably enjoy it Mm -hmm. that's a good point thank you for bringing that up yes now if you would like to follow along with our journey in gaming, you can do so. You can visit our YouTube channel, the Gamer Parents Podcast, on YouTube, where you could also check last week's stream where we streamed Minecraft Dungeons. So if you want to see what the game is like or even just see our experience with it, mm-hmm. you can check out the live stream there. Yes. 
uh, we live stream on YouTube every Tuesday, Tuesday night, night at 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. So if you want to join us live, you can this upcoming Tuesday on YouTube. Yes. You can also catch us on Twitter at twitter.com slash gamerparentspod or on Instagram at gamer underscore parents underscore podcast. Yes. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is. And I'll also include that the best place to come talk and hang out with us would be the Discord channel, which is going to be in the podcast episode description. Or if you're listening on YouTube, it'll be in the video description over there. If you wanted to join, say hi, talk with us about whatever games you're playing. We would love to give our thoughts on it as well. But that is all that we have for you this time. We will catch you in the next one. Bye.